Well, some very interesting and very important news when it comes to the battle against Alzheimer's disease. Here's our medical expert, Dr. Brett Belchetz. He joins us for more on this here on Global News Radio. Doctor, good afternoon. Appreciate the time as always. Good afternoon. All right. Uh, hopefully I've got a bit of a... Uh, Brett, are you there? Sorry, just trying to make sure we got a good signal. Yeah, I'm here. Can you okay. hear me? Yep, got you now. Uh, this is being called a first-of-its-kind clinical trial. U.S. researchers, they've started testing a nasal vaccine uh, to uh, help treat the disease. What more can you tell us? So this is really interesting in terms of presenting some amount of hope for those who suffer from Alzheimer's dementia. And this is particularly important because this is a disease which has really resisted any effective treatment over the years. We've had many, many clinical trials uh, for a number of different medical approaches that we had hoped would make a difference. And, and to date, none of them have succeeded. So this takes a little bit of a different approach, which is to say, let's try to actually vaccinate people against this illness via a novel way of providing vaccination instead of treating people who have already come down with it. So it's very, very early. This is what we call a phase one clinical trial, which means it's a very small number of people. And the entire goal of this clinical trial in a phase one is not to actually show that the treatment works. It's to show that the treatment is safe and to start to understanding, understand what are the right levels of dosages for this treatment to actually get effect. So this is going to last about six months. And then if the results of this phase one trial are positive, that's when we move on to what we call a phase two clinical trial, which will be longer and much larger. It will have uh, over 100 participants, and that's when we start to look to see how effective is the treatment. So there's a little bit of a road ahead of us, and this is very early on it, but it's really exciting now to be looking at a different way of, of treating Alzheimer's versus what has failed in the past. Yeah, and is one of those kind of differences the fact that it's a nasal vaccine? I mean, just how novel, how rare is that, that this is uh, essentially, I take it, just a, a mist, right, uh, through the nasal cavity? And uh, would that, uh, you know, be absorbed by the brain? Is that the, the thought process here? So, so this type of an approach is somewhat novel in being a nasal vaccine. Now, nasal vaccines aren't completely new. We've had this technology for a while, and, and you've seen it used for flu shots and some other forms of vaccination. And this particular way of delivering vaccines that's used for this trial is an is a actual type of treatment that's been available since about 2004. It hasn't been used before for Alzheimer's treatment. And I think that's really what's incredibly novel here is actually using a vaccination approach at all for this type of a condition. And so when this actually, when this treatment is used, what it does is it's got what's called an adjuvant in the spray that goes into your nose. And an adjuvant is in addition to a vaccination that's a type of chemical that is known to excite our immune system. So it gets our immune system really worked up and gets our immune system building out antibodies and memory cells, all of the things that we need for long-lasting immunity. And then in this adjuvant, in this vaccine, they're adding chemicals that are very similar or identical to the plaques that we know form in dement Alzheimer's dementia patients. So the idea being is what we're trying to do is prime the immune system so that it would attack any of those plaques that might form in the future for somebody who is at risk of developing Alzheimer's such that our immune system will prevent those plaques from forming, and the hope is then prevent the disease from actually occurring. All right, and this is, as you just mentioned, largely preventative. This is uh, targeted at people that are showing uh, early signs. Uh, they're symptomatic of the disease? 
So the, the, I think it would be most effective as most vaccines are in a preventative manner. That, that's at least what I think. Now, we're not going to know until we get further into the trials. There are a number of vaccines that we've seen actually make a difference, even if you are in the early stages of suffering from an illness. And, and what's unique about Alzheimer's dementia is that most of what is causing the illness is felt to be in the brain tissue itself. So it's on the other side of what we call the blood-brain barrier. So the, the, the reason why that's really important is that those plaques that form in Alzheimer's, which we think may be what causes the illness, may not get it be getting enough exposure to our immune system for us to ever actually formulate a response against them, which is why the thinking is in people who already have the disease, we don't have an effective antibody response against it. We don't have an immune response that makes a difference. Now, for people that already have the condition, if we're simulating these plaques to our immune system out on the other side of the blood-brain barrier, so out in our general circulation where our immune system is active, we actually might be able to generate antibodies that could then cross into the brain tissue and make a difference even to those people who already have the illness. So are we learning more and more here about uh, Alzheimer's disease and possibly could we get uh, through this uh, somewhere uh, down the road, the ability to maybe uh, reverse the effects of the disease for those that uh, are already suffering? That is the hope, and, and we're continually learning, but I think that the really frustrating part of Alzheimer's research is that everything we do, everything we learn often shows us just how little we actually know and how little we actually understand this condition. And, and the reason why you know, I bring that up is the last treatment that was thought was going to be very effective against Alzheimer's was actually a medication that broke up those plaques that I've been speaking about. And it was really effective at breaking up those plaques. And so the thought was if we gave that to people who had advanced dementia, Alzheimer's dementia, that that would actually improve their illness. And unfortunately, what we saw when we trialed it out was that while that treatment was breaking up the plaques, it actually didn't reverse the condition. So there, there is a lot of discussion amongst researchers as to those plaques, are they a symptom of the illness or are they the cause of the illness? And I think this particular study will be very interesting to start to help us to understand that better because if this vaccine stops people from forming those plaques in the first place, and by doing so, we find that we are not seeing the disease progress, then we'll have a much better answer to that question and, and obviously a very potentially effective treatment and preventative measure. All right. Obviously, some big news, some exciting news, particularly for the roughly 750,000 Canadians that uh, currently are battling Alzheimer's disease. Dr. Brett Belchetz, Dr. Belchetz, appreciate it as always. Thanks so much for this. My pleasure. You have a great day and take care. You as well. Dr. Brett Belchett's with us on this Thursday afternoon. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.